Welcome to What's Working in Washington. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Today, should you become an author in your field? But it still matters. I mean, people see that you wrote a book and they will pay you more. They will give you more respect. It's like, it's like what a master's or a doctorate degree used to be. Now it's about a book. You know, there are more than a million books published every year and very fewer they're ever read or purchased. You know, the average American reads around 10 books a year, but a quarter of Americans don't read a book at all. Which leads me to ask, why would anybody take the time to write a book or even a business book? Well, our next guest, Mary Abajay, is an expert on leadership, management, and career development. She's founded consulting businesses and nightclubs, I add, with a similar aplomb, and she recently released a book, Managing Up, which I read and found very useful. Today, we're not going to talk about her book, but we are going to talk about what it's like to write a book. Why would you do it? And why she believes that every business leader should take the time to write one. Mary, thanks for joining us. Hey, Jonathan. It's awesome to be with you again. Well, I have been told many times, including by you, I think, that writing a book is surprisingly difficult. What was it like and why did you do it? Oh, my gosh. It was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Now, the reason, the why I did it was kind of interesting. I actually didn't have any interest in ever writing a book. It wasn't really on my radar. I knew it would be hard. Didn't really think I had any Anything to say. And Wiley, the big publisher, business book publisher, they actually came to me and asked me if I would put in a proposal, to which I said, no, uh, but I'll think about it. Then everyone on my team and in my family was like, what the front door is wrong with you? You need to, they, if someone asks you to write a book, a publisher, you need to say yes. So I said yes. So that's the why behind it. Right. Um, writing a book is really hard. And I think one of the hardest things about it is, it takes a lot of concentration. You have to close yourself off to like your everyday world, right? Uh, for hours and hours at a time. And I think there's like 25 chapters in my book or something. And Jonathan, every time I got finished a chapter, it was like I gave birth and I'd be so excited. But then I thought, oh God, I've got 24 more to go. So it was long, it was arduous, but at the end of the day, I think I secretly kind of liked it. And there's no painkiller, so. No, but yeah, you can't like take painkillers. I tried writing with wine and that did not work. <laughs> Caffeine works, but that's about it. That's a fair point. Now that you've gone through the other side and you're, and you're out talking about the book with people, has the experience worked out the way you kind of hoped or is it surprised you in some way? Well, you know, it's a little bit of both. So this is my first book, so I didn't really know what to expect. I did a lot of research and I talked to a lot of people and I definitely hired a publicist. And I think what has surprised me the most has been when I thought that I have told everybody about the book, the number of people in my circle that still don't know I wrote a book is still surprising to me because I feel like I am overdoing the social media. I feel like I'm talking about it too much. But as all the publicists and the publishers tell me, you 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 can't talk about it enough because there's still people won't know. You have to cl cut through the clutter and the noise. So that's really surprised me how many people still don't know I've written a book. You know, that's funny because I find that with the comma right in the business journal or, you know, a hobby with the band and things that I do, you just assume that because of social media, everybody yeah. knows what's going on, particularly people that you know. But the reality is, is there's so much noise out there you have to push through. Is that why you really think that everybody... Every business person or leader looking to succeed really should be thinking about writing a book? I think they should. I think, you know, if you have something to say, if you have a unique twist on something, um, and if you think you can write something to help people, then you should think about writing a book. And, you know, the other thing about the book, a lot of people write books, and this was certainly one of the reasons why, besides I was asked to do it, um, is to help uh 
for your business platform. So as a consultant and a public speaker, having a book really hopefully is going to help elevate uh, myself and my company into being thought leaders in our space. So you know, if you're going to do a book, make sure you have both your personal reasons and your business reasons, and they need to be aligned. And when you're writing the book, you need to right from the start, be thinking about what's the purpose of this book, both in terms of what it's about and what's the purpose for me or my business or my company. And you have to start thinking about marketing before you, that you hand that into the publisher. What I consistently hear from folks who look at my career as well is, you should write a book. What is it about? What is it, the talismanic? What, I mean, all the things you do in life. I mean, you're highly accomplished. You've worked big companies, small companies. You started companies. I was not kidding when I said you started nightclubs. Yeah, I did. You have a very diverse career. What is it? What's the union card? What's the ticket punching about writing a book? Dude, I don't know. And I'm telling you, that was the, for so long I resisted it because I'm like, oh, books are so yesterday. And I'm an English major, so it's not that I don't love books. I love books. <laughs> but I thought there is nothing new in the world to talk about, but it still matters. I mean, people see that you wrote a book and they will pay you more. They will give you more respect. It's like it's like what a master's or a doctorate degree used to be. Now it's about a book. Huh. So what does it say about our society? It says we're, I think it says that we're shallow <laughs> and, really? that we, and that we like shiny objects. I don't know. I shouldn't say that no. because I'm very proud of my book, but I do, but I'm still the same person before I wrote the book and after I wrote the book, the workshops and the work we do are the same before and after. So, but maybe if the book allows more people to tap into your message and maybe if the book, it does give you that like ticket to play for different organizations, then it's well worth it. That's interesting to me. It's almost like as we look around about the platform from which we can be authoritative, Yeah, it's it's important part of the resume. Now, returning to Managing Up, which is a great book. We talked about it the last time we were on the show. What's the thing that when you go on, do people absorb the message in the book? Yeah, they do. And it's stunning because... Again, managing up to me isn't super, um, it's not rocket science. It's a very pragmatic approach to relationships. But people will say to me, oh my God, I never thought about it. Or it will help them remove some of the resistance they have to managing up and to understand this about their career. Or I just got an email yesterday from a reader uh, who her um, fiance is working for a toxic boss and won't leave. And so she wants advice for the spouses of those who are stuck in toxic workplaces. So I think the message is is uh, myriad and it, it resonates, which makes me so happy. So listening to you and seeing the enthusiasm, I mean, it's, I wish we were on TV so people could see <laughs> how excited you are. It, it seems to me that at least for you, writing a book is a continuation of your desire to be empathetic and and influence others. Yeah. I mean, truthfully, I'm like, oh, they made me write it. But truthfully, I I'm I am passionate about helping people have great work work experiences. I mean, we spend our days at work. I want them to be great places. I want them to be the great times of our life. And I am very passionate. I am a do-gooder, Jonathan. What can I say? I want to help people. You want to help people. I do. Uh, but again, I got a feeling that the the itch that you scratch right in this book is the same itch you scratch when you ran a nightclub. You know, in some ways it is, right? In some ways, the itch I scratched when I wrote a nightclub was, well, the itch I scratched when I opened the nightclubs and the bars was I'd had terrible bosses and I was tired of working for jerks. And I thought I can be my own jerk. So it was the itch to take control of my career, to, to empower myself in my work life, which is exactly what I hope this book does for other people, is I hope it helps them take control of their career and control of their work life. I'm probably going to go home and start working on a book proposal. <laughs> you should. I'll help you. <laughs> Mary Abigail, as always, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much. 
And we want to say a special thank you to these show's sponsors. What's Working in Washington wouldn't happen without the support of other organizations here in town who want to make a difference by highlighting how a region grows. Montgomery County Economic Development Corporation, their business development team can help you find the best talent and ideal location and the latest in market and business intelligence. Your business starts with MCEDC. Connect with them at thinkmoco.com. And TEDCO, TEDCO invests in early stage and life sciences companies. It produces resources and connections that companies need to thrive in Maryland. TEDCO's mission is to discover, invest in, and help build great companies. Learn more at www.tedco.md. And Jones Lang LaSalle, they are a leading commercial real estate service company within the Washington, D.C. metro area, serving the technology, government contract, and their professional services industries. JLL's strategy-led approach and expert implementation results in cost-effective and flexible real estate solutions that help their clients succeed and grow. Our executive producer is Tracy Madigan, online writer Barbara Ulrich, music provided by two D.C. region bands, Two Car Living Room, and The Sunbathers. I'm Jonathan Aberman. Thanks for listening. See you next time. <laughs>